right, uh, so we're on the clock, so I should be pretty quick. Uh, one way to look at this is I'm uh, kind of a stereotype. Uh, at one point, our family was single parent, alcoholic, uh, low income, welfare, then foster care, which was worse than what they had taken us out of. And then a remarkable thing happened, and I think it had to, something to do with the Bureau of Indian Affairs, because they had a program called Relocation. And under Relocation, they were taking people from rural Alaska, and they were taking Indians off of reservations, and they were sending people to urban areas to then become assimilated into civilization. In this plan, they sent us to Oklahoma. <laughs> Did I tell you about the civilization part? Right. So, so I'm there. It's tough. I mean, it's really tough. Things, are, things have been, been uh, just pretty grim. And one morning, it was dark, a member of the Oklahoma National Guard picked me up and started driving me out of town. And I knew I was going to be going to a ranch somewhere where I would be making 25 cents an hour, not because I earned it, but because of Christian charity. So I'm, I, the sun rises on the, on the right, so I know we're going north, but I don't know anything else. And I'm terrified because I'm alone with this guy. And I'd already been beaten any number of times, and I'd been, I actually had a woman who was in charge of where I was living get mad at me and throw a pot of boiling water at me and scalded the paint off her walls uh, for, well, while doing that. So it was, it was tough. It was grim. We get to the ranch, and... My job is to go where the barbed wire fencing doesn't have a road, so somebody has to walk it. And I'm 12 years old. So I, excuse me, 13 years old. And so I'm walking the, the barbed wire fencing, checking it. And at one point, there was a, the next ranch over, they raised rodeo bulls who liked to rub their really thick hides against a barbed wire fence and it would break it down and then they would wander into the field. And I was supposed to move those rodeo bull out of the field. And I said, well, how am I supposed to do that? Just a question. And, and, and the, the manager of, of the ranch, he said, throw rocks at them until they get pissed at you and then run to their side of the fence and jump it. And it turns out I can run really fast and jump really well if there's a rodeo bull chasing me. So... But it wasn't all. It wasn't all tough. Uh, the the work crew, though, they were they were uh, just frightening. Uh, they were all local boys, uh, young men, 
And they use the N-word in quiet conversation, which was actually more terrifying than if they used it as a cuss word because it just meant it, it, it was how deeply set this was. And they also talked about Mexicans, and from that I understood that God for them was apparently white and blessed all white people and that all of the others, including ourselves, were in various kinds of being cursed. They talked specifically about Indians, low-life, drunk, useless Indians, while staring at me. And I wanted to say, well, I'm Eskimo. (laughs) But I I had the feeling it wouldn't matter that much. (laughs) And and they, and there was a group of them. It was, it was there were too many of them altogether. And one of the things that we learn as a as Northern Eskimo or Inupiat uh, is patience. And so I was hoping patience would pay off, and that they would eventually separate. The positive side of all this was the food. It was amazing. It was fried chicken, it was pork chops, potatoes, mashed potatoes with fresh gravy, corn on the cob. It just was endless. And different kinds of pie. And you could eat as much as you wanted, which was in every day. I was, I was amazed. It was so great. One evening after dinner, though, Everybody had moved into the TV room, and they were quiet. I was eating ice cream. Actually, I was shoveling ice cream into my mouth as fast as I could. And while we were watching the TV, and it was black and white, this person does a slow-motion step and puts his foot on the moon. Now, for us, my first response was I was kind of angry because I thought this is kind of a circus stunt is the way I felt. They put all these adults that put all this time and effort and money and energy into getting somebody up there onto the moon and those same adults we're creating this life that we as kids were experiencing, which was pretty tough, pretty brutal. That was, that was one thing that was in my mind. The other part of it, though, is that we're Inupiat. We're northern Eskimo. And we know that human beings don't matter very much. We're just not that impressive. We, compared to eagles, our eyesight is terrible. Compared to polar bear, we're very just pitifully weak. Com- <laughs> Compared to caribou, we're just ungangly and slow. We're just, you know, sort of a a grand mistake. (laughs) But Raven, having taken pity on us, gave us our minds. And he also gave us the moon to remind us that we're small. And he gave us the moon 
to remind us that we are not at the center of everything. The Arctic teaches us that, and the moon is a part of that reminder. And what this meant was that we have our minds, and we have each other, and then we have animals and plants that share themselves with us, for which we should always be grateful. Thank you.